This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, we care about education. We're a university, ha- or we're a think tank housed at a university, the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. You may not know this. Colorado Christian University is one of the top 10 most conservative schools in America. Right here in all the craziness that's happening in Colorado, there is a refuge. There is a place that is not only educating and inspiring young people, but we're actually producing the next generation of really great teachers. Deb Scheffel is the dean of our School of Education, and she's doing an absolutely fantastic job of making sure that we're producing quality teachers Deeply, deeply committed to good education for the next generation. Not about driving an agenda, not about woke mind viruses, not about teaching these kids to become activists, but training them with quality, good liberal arts education. We used to really value this in this country, right? That you'd go study philosophy and you'd study literature, you'd study languages and mathematics and the sciences. And we believe that a well-rounded, well-educated person would contribute well to our communities. Now, you're a good student when you come out of these schools and you hate America. You believe that everything that's wrong with this country is based in oppressor versus oppressed if you're successful in this country god forbid you build a business the only way you did that is by oppressing other people if so if you come out with that kind of mindset and you're ready to go march at the drop of the hat for any leftist cause then you're a good citizen and a good student that's frankly that's just where we are as a culture. And so we have got to push back, not just against this kind of woke agenda that's going to tear apart our country, but for the sake of the children and the next generation so that they can live healthy, happy, productive lives. Have you ever met a leftist that's happy? Michael's laughing. No, you've never met a leftist who's happy. They're the most miserable people. They have total control of our state. They pretty much do whatever they want. And yet they're the most miserable people you ever meet. So for the sake of producing nice, happy, well-rounded people, you got to get into the game of reforming our schools. Joining us on the show today is Rebecca Friedrichs, 28-year public school teacher who was forced to fund state and national teachers unions whose politics and divisive tactics degraded her profession, our schools, and our national character. She couldn't take it anymore. So she, along with some other teachers, filed this lawsuit, Friedrichs versus California Teachers Association. So tell us about this case. This was a few years ago, but it made a big impact. Rebecca, tell us what this case was all about. Well, sure. So all teachers and government employees in the United States of America who worked in a unionized shop, unionized job, were forced as a condition of employment to pay unions. And so just for an example, the teacher unions alone are collecting around $5 billion, with a B, wow. annually, tax-free. And they're using all of that money to destroy the United States of America, to undermine our schools, to undermine my profession, my teaching profession. So I thought that was wrong. And so I, I didn't have any voice. I was a kindergarten teacher. I taught kindergarten through fourth grade for 28 years. And very dedicated to my students, love teaching. I miss them a lot now that I'm not in the classroom. But 
I really, there was nothing I could do except try to educate people one by one. So in 2012, I started writing editorials just to expose the unions for who they really are and was very shocked that they were very quickly picked up by national outlets because nobody had ever heard a teacher actually say that the unions are bad. And that's because teachers are afraid to do that. They're terrified of the unions. So once those editorials started getting out there, eventually, it was like six months after my first editorial, I had this incredible opportunity with these amazing attorneys from Jones Day and a, and a nonprofit firm that helped us raise the money who uh, helped us, 10 California teachers, to stand together against California Teachers Association and the National Education Association, the most powerful unions in, in our state and in the country. And we sued them for three things. Number one, Stop forced unionism for every government employee in the United States of America so that no one has to pay them as a condition of employment. Number two, when you're, when you're in a union, you have to figure out how to get out. It's this whole opt-out nonsense. Mm. So we said, no, it should be opt-in. They should convince us of their worth, and we should opt-in if we want it. Number three, we wanted to stop the paycheck deductions of our dues because we think it is unconstitutional and immoral for the taxpayer to be funding the collection of dues that go to a private organization that then uses the money to, to destroy. So we were suing for those three things. So our case was brought, of course, a federal case brought through California. Our lawyers were genius. They said, look, uh, you can't give relief to our clients because we were trying to overturn a Supreme Court precedent. There was a 1977 case, Abood versus Detroit Board of Education. Abood was a teacher like me who said I shouldn't have to pay union dues. The Supreme Court came down saying, yes, you should have to pay them because they are your monopoly bargaining agent, whether you want them or not. So we were trying to overturn that 1977 precedent. So because of that, the lower courts could not rule with us because they can't rule against the Supreme Court precedent. Mm. So our lawyers just said, rule against us and let us move on. And miraculously, we got through the lower courts in eight months. We got through the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which is very corrupt, in eight months. And we were up to the U.S. Supreme Court in January 2016. So uh, that's the background of the case. And the case was heard January 2016. We won oral arguments. Even the New York Times admitted that the teachers had won oral arguments. Um, Scalia stated from the bench, hey, these teachers are saying, basically what they're trying to say is that all union dues are political. Even collective bargaining is political because you're making decisions for you know, all the citizens with their tax dollars, and the other side agreed that we were right. So we knew we won oral arguments, but then a tragedy happened to us. A month after our case was heard, um, basically the, the, um, the justices vote the day your case is heard, but then they have to write a decision that doesn't come down till much later, and we were one of the largest cases that year, so we knew our decision wouldn't come down till June. Well, one month after our oral arguments were heard, Justice Scalia died. This very mysterious death, and we lost his vote. It turns out that the vote of a Supreme Court justice doesn't count unless he or she is in the room when the vote comes down. So um, we lost his vote, got a tie. So long story short, this pushed it another two years, and there was finally a win in June 2018. So now no public employee in the United States of America, including teachers, DMV workers, You work for the CDC, they're unionized. That's why they're corrupt. Um, The DOJ, the FBI, whatever organization, cops, firefighters, none of them are forced to pay a union anymore as a condition of employment, not one penny. And they won't lose their job, they won't lose their contract, and the unions still have to negotiate for them uh, because they're the monopoly bargaining agent. They pushed for that. So um, 
we're just hoping and praying that many more people will stop funding the unions who hate us and who want to destroy our country. You may not hear it. It's the sound of people standing up to applaud Rebecca Friedrichs all over the state of Colorado listening to this show. Uh, Rebecca, what does it feel like to know you changed the direction of this country? Not, you know, Jack Phillips is a good friend. Lori Smith's a good friend. We've had him on the show all the time. And they're just down the street from our university. And I ask him the same question. You changed the direction of the United States of America, the most powerful country in the history of the world. You what does that feel like? Hmm. Well, I have to say that for me, it was just very much obedience to God. Hmm. You know, I saw evil, and I couldn't stop seeing it, and I was being forced to fund it. And I, you know, as I'm in my Bible study, you know, asking God, help us to stop this evil, he's saying, well, how about you? And, you know, he's the one that got me into the whole thing. So I would have to, you know, point to him for, he gave me the courage to do it, you know, brought me the lawyers to do it. So really, it's, it, it's God, but um, I'm really grateful to have been a part of it, and it's exciting, and it changed my whole life. Um, and just for people who are thinking about doing those kind of things, and it was scary at first, but all I can say is every time you take one little scary step, it gets easier and it gets more and more exciting. And, um, and I would just recommend that, that anybody do it. Um, you know, it's the right thing to do. And um, then the only other thing I would say is I, I remember when we were bringing the case and it, you know, it was obvious that we were going to win and people were getting all excited. And I told them, look, when there's a win, we celebrate for 30 minutes, not an hour, 30 minutes. And then we get right back into the ring and keep on boxing because these unions are run by radical, corrupt, evil people. And, and, and they don't like us, and they are going to find every way, even though we've won, they're going to find every way to undermine what we've done. And they've been doing that. So it's just you know really important that we just stay in the battle and keep on fighting and keep on educating more and more people so that they will help us to educate. In fact, we have on our website for kidsandcountry.org, we have a, um, a menu item called Liberate Teachers. And we ask anyone out there, whether you're a teacher or not, we need your help to liberate teachers. They don't know they're funding this evil. Neither do most other government employees. So on our website for kidsandcountry.org under Liberate Teachers, pe- people can find how to adopt a teacher, how to educate them, and then how to union exit. No matter what union you're in, government union, teacher or other, we help you get out and we answer your questions and help you find alternative liability insurance and all sorts of things, all free of charge, because we, we know how critical it is to end the reign of these government unions if we're going to save America. That's right. I mean, dominated by radical leftists, controlled by them, driving that agenda, not prioritizing kids, not prioritizing the families, not prioritizing education success, not prioritizing future opportunities for these kids. Their goal is to turn them into leftist radicals, and they're working. They're achieving that. And so we've got to push back. Rebecca Friedrichs is the founder of For Kids and Country, the author of Standing Up to Goliath, Battling State and National Teachers Unions for the Heart and Soul of Our Kids and Country. She's a 28-year public school teacher who was the lead plaintiff in the SCOTUS case, Friedrichs versus California Teachers Association. She wrote an article about how they're now standing with Hamas, these teacher unions. So we'll continue this conversation when we return. Friends, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We'll be right back. <laughs> 